Welcome to another episode of Drax Bites. I'm going to deviate from the schedule a little bit. Today, we're going to talk about integrity. Do you have it? In a recent thread, there was a discussion about a client that wanted to move a date, and a number of people had suggested, uh, just tell them that the date is full two years into the future and keep the deposit. Uh, unless that's really true, that's not an integrous move. And that's not the way our profession needs to live and operate. After all, you reap what you sow. Would any of us want to be treated that way? Would we want someone to take advantage of us contractually just because they could? Because there was an avenue for them to do so? I think if that's the case, then we don't have anything to say when people take advantage of DJs when people undercut them, when people charge too little. All you can say is, I reaped what I sowed. So with this, take the concept of setting a fair price for your service. Stick to it. Your business plan says how many events you need to book at that price for it to make money for it, your, your plan to work. That's what you need to do. And you need to hold your contract up. Uh, this stuff of just willy-nilly casting it forward, I think, is not not good. A lot would depend on two things. Is the money earned money? Have you done work that makes that deposit earned money? That's an important aspect. If you don't know what it is, Google it. Earned money, in a nutshell, means you've done work for them that justifies your retention of those funds. Now, you could choose to put those forward if you rebook the event in time so that you're not losing money, but you should never be in the losing money business. I guarantee you caterers do not take a loss because you want to move your event out two years. They don't refund the money and they don't damage their business that way. So what you want to think about is running a real business. Don't lie to people and tell them that the dates out in the future are full. Just don't do stupid things like saying you can fully transfer that to a day in the future. Now, full disclosure, I do that. I allow them to transfer that to a date in the future, provided I replace it that date with another event. If I can replace that date with another event, I'm happy to cast that forward because essentially I've mitigated their damages and they're not causing me damages. They're not causing me a loss. So by mitigating their damages, that money can be moved forward. But guess what folks, we just don't cast it into the wind and say it's good in the future, pick a date. It's done with that money becomes refunded to them via a new contract. You create a new contract, you keep those funds, and then you issue a refund or a credit to them for that amount of money, good for the future date that's actually on a contract today when that's initiated. That's how you do this. That's the legitimate way to do it. It's the honorable way to do it. It's the honest 
upfront way to do it. You don't lie to people and tell them that you're already booked, particularly when it's two years in advance. That's just, there's very few people that are fully booked two years in advance. And consumers pretty much know it. But if you're booked two years in advance for the date they want, I'm sorry, I'm not available on that date. But I am available on this date or this date or this date. And you've given them options. Again, you've given them a way to not lose their money. But it's all predicated on your being able to mitigate their damage by you've called everyone possible to book that event that called you for that date. You've done everything possible and you've even taken maybe a lower priced event for that date to mitigate their damage of what they should lawfully owe you if they're canceling within the 60 day window. And that's an important thing. Someone canceling you a year in advance, you can talk about that. But never violate your contract by simply moving money around. Have a well-seasoned paper trail. You kept the money from the contract that was terminated. And in good faith, you gave them a credit on a future date that is booked within a window of time, not six or eight months, but a week or two, to be utilized in the future. And you've done everything possible to mitigate those damages. So do we understand clearly now? Mitigation of damages means you've got to do everything you can to make it so they don't owe you money. And you do that by trying to call everyone that called you for that date and seeing what you can book and what's available. Now, obviously, on weddings, when you get inside the 60 to 30 day window, it's pretty much non-existent. So you got to look at other types of events. Now, if it's in December, you may still have some availability for a Christmas party. But guess what? I don't know about where you're at. Most Christmas parties here or holiday parties, they've booked up during the summer and certainly by August. They're not leaving it slack till way after Halloween. So you got to think about your ability to replace the lost earnings because that's real money. And if you're running a real business, that's what you do. You're owed that money and you have a right to it. It's not your fault for whatever their personal hardship is or tragedy. And I'm not about being heartless, but at some point you have to be a business and your business has to operate by the rules you set and by the terms of your contract to do otherwise sets you up of setting precedent. If you move stuff around for someone because you like them, because you like their justification or God forbid you gave them their money back, you then can be held to the standard in court that you should give it back to everyone, that you don't get the right to determine who gets it back and who doesn't. If they're in the same window of time, the same kind of uh, distance out from the event and the same period for you to mitigate damage. So what have we learned? DJs will lie to people to keep their money. Don't be that DJ. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Be honest and have integrity in what you do. Recently, 
a member of ADJA, renewed their membership. Somehow they magically, I don't know how, clicked on it six times. I thought I had caught the transaction and terminated it before it cleared or processed. And I was convinced of it. Well, that member contacted me and lo and behold, nope. Not only did they have 600 and some dollars in overdraft charge or additional purchases, they also had $60 in overdraft fees. Now, I could have said, yeah, you know what? Not my problem. The script didn't do it. You somehow managed to click on it seven times. And that does happen. People get impatient. Even when you lock it out, it happens really super quick. But the integrous thing to do was to refund the six over uh, charges that they didn't want to make and to refund the $60 in overdraft fees that they incurred as a result of that situation. Now, did I have to? Legally, probably no. But I think the honest, honorable, right thing was to do that for me as a business owner to absorb that because that's good customer service. That's being with others the way you would want to be treated. I would want a business to take care of me that way. Why? Because when they do, they'll be my business for life. They'll be my, my vendor, my provider, period. Because they did the right thing all the time, every time, even when no one was looking but them. So as we talk about it, have integrity, have principles. Don't book events you don't know how to do. Rather, learn how to do them first and then book them. Don't tell customers that you're sorry their event is canceling and the date in the future is already filled and therefore I'm keeping your money. This is not right. It's not honest. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to keep the money. I'm discussing and describing the manner in which you execute to keep it. Do it morally, honorably, and with justification. And then you're in the clear because you've treated everybody with the same level of respect you deserve. This is Drax. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Drax Bites. We hope you've enjoyed it. Put your comments down below, and we'll see you next week on another episode of Drax Bites. Have a good night.